the hours of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my Jesus, I humbly bow down before your divine presence. May your most loving heart help me to meditate on the 24 hours of your most sorrowful passion. In that passion, you wanted to suffer so much for our love in your adorable body and in your most holy soul, even unto death on the cross. Oh, give me help, grace, love, profound compassion, and understanding of your sufferings as I now meditate this hour. For those hours that I cannot meditate, I offer you my desire to meditate them. Accept my intention to meditate on all the hours, even when I must sleep or perform my duties. O merciful Lord Jesus, united with you, grant that my intention may be profitable for me and for many, as if I had effectively carried out what I desire to do. I give you thanks, O my Jesus. I thank you for calling me to union with you in prayer. To please you, I take your thoughts, your tongue, and your heart. I want to pray with them. I want to fuse myself in your will and in your love. I extend my arms to embrace you. I rest my head on your heart, and I begin. The 6 p.m. hour, Jesus leaves for the supper room. My adorable Jesus, I have taken part in your sufferings and in those of your sorrowful mother. I see you decide to go where the will of the Father calls you. The love between you and your mother is so strong that it binds you inseparably. For your love's sake, you leave yourself in the heart of your queen mother, and your sweet mother hides herself in your heart. Otherwise, it would be impossible for you to separate, and you bless each other. You give her your last kiss to strengthen her for the bitter pain she must now endure. You give her your last goodbye, and you leave her. But the pallor of your face, your trembling lips, your choked voice, as if you want to cry upon saying goodbye to her, all tell me how much you love her and how much you suffer on leaving her. With your hearts fused one in the other to fulfill the will of the Father, you both submit to everything. You want to make reparation for those who allow the love of parents, friends, ties, and attachments to keep them from fulfilling God's holy will and from reaching the level of sanctity to which God calls them. What pain these souls give you by rejecting your love and contenting themselves with the love of creatures. My sweet love, while I make reparation with you, let me stay with your mother. Let me console her and support her while you leave. Later, I will hurry my steps to catch up to you. But it worries me to see my sorrowful mother trembling. Her sadness is so great that when she tries to say goodbye to her son, her voice dies on her lips and she cannot speak. In her swoon of love, she almost faints. She cries, my son, my son, I bless you. What a bitter separation this is, crueler than any death. But grief 
keeps her from saying more and leaves her speechless. Sorrowful queen, let me help you. Let me dry your tears and comfort you in bitter sor- in your bitter sorrow. My mother, I will not leave you alone. I ask you to take me with you. In this most sorrowful hour for you and Jesus, you teach me what I must do. You teach me how I must defend him, make reparation to him, and console him. And if I must, give my life to defend yours. I will not come out from beneath your mantle. At a sign from you, I will fly to Jesus. I will offer him your love, your affections, and your kisses with mine. I will place them on each wound, in each drop of his blood, in each pain and insult. And as he feels the kisses and love of his mother in each pain, may his wounds be soothed. Then I will come back to hide under your mantle, and I will bring his kisses back to you to soothe your pierced heart. My mother, my heart is pounding. I want to go to Jesus. Ah, I kiss your sweet motherly hands. Bless me as you bless Jesus and let me go to him. My sweet Jesus, love shows me your footsteps. I catch up to you as you walk the streets of Jerusalem with your beloved disciples. I gaze at you and see how pale you still look. I hear your voice, sweet but sad. So sad as to break the hearts of your disciples who are deeply disturbed by your sadness. As I lean to listen, I hear you say, This is the last time I will go through these streets alone. Tomorrow I will be bound and dragged through them amid a thousand insults. Pointing to the places where you'll be more cruelly insulted and tortured, you say, Like the sun, my life here below is about to set. Tomorrow at this hour I will be no more but I will rise like the sun on the third day. At your words, the disciples grow sad and silent and do not know what to answer. You add, take courage, do not despair. I am not leaving you. I will always be with you, but for the good of all souls, I must die. With these words, you are moved and with a trembling voice, you go on teaching your disciples. Before entering the supper room, you look at the sunset. As your life is about to set, you offer your steps for souls at the sunset of their lives. You give them grace to make their lives set in you, and you atone for those who refuse to surrender to you in spite of the sorrows and disappointments of life. Then you look again at Jerusalem, the center of your miracles and the delight of your love whose people are already preparing the cross for you and sharpening nails for your deicide. You grieve, your heart breaks, and you weep at her destruction. You make reparation for many souls consecrated to you, souls whom you try to form patiently into radiant vessels of your love, but whose ingratitude and coldness make you suffer bitterly. I want to make reparation with you, to soothe your broken hearts. But I see that you are horrified by the sight of Jerusalem. And turning your eyes away, you enter the supper room. My love, 
Press me close to your heart, so that I may share in your sorrows and offer them with you. Look mercifully upon my soul. Pour your love into it and bless me. Reflection for the 6 p.m. hour. Jesus leaves his mother promptly, although his most tender heart suffers immensely. Are we equally disposed to sacrifice even the most legitimate and holy affections to accomplish the divine will? Let us especially reflect on those moments when we may feel distant from the divine presence or from an especially fond devotion. Jesus did not take his steps without deliberation. He was absorbed in glorifying his Father and in asking for the salvation of souls. We must have the same intentions in our steps that Jesus has had, that is, to sacrifice ourselves for the glory of the Father and for the good of souls. Furthermore, we should imagine that we are placing our steps in those of Jesus Christ. He did not allow one idle moment in taking his steps, but enclosed in them all creatures, making reparation for all evil steps, glorifying the Father as he deserves, and giving life to all the evil steps men take so that they might walk along the right path. We should also do the same, following in the footsteps of Jesus Christ with his intentions. Do we walk along the straight path so modestly and recollected that we are an example to others, inspiring them to devotion and holiness? As afflicted Jesus walked, he would occasionally address his apostles, speaking of his imminent passion. What do we say in our conversations when the occasion presents itself? Do we turn our conversation to the passion of our, our divine Redeemer? When loving Jesus saw his apostles sad and discouraged, he tried to comfort them. In our conversations, do we have the intention to comfort Jesus? When engaging in these conversations, are they done in the divine will? infusing in others the spirit of Jesus Christ. As Jesus walks to the cenacle, let us enclose all our thoughts, affections, heartbeats, prayers, actions, meals, work, and all, and all our other acts in the heart of Jesus as they are being done. In this way, our actions will acquire a divine character. But since it is difficult to always maintain this divine character, because of the difficulty the soul faces in trying to make her actions immediate, that is, continuously infuse them within him, she can substitute the disposition of her goodwill. Jesus will be very pleased by this. He will keep watch over her every thought, word, and heartbeat. He will place them as a retinue inside and outside of himself, gazing at them with great love as the fruit of the creature's goodwill. However, when the soul fuses herself in him, she does her current acts with those of Jesus, and the good Lord, feeling so attracted to the soul, does with her whatever she is doing, therefore transforming the creature's work into a divine work. All this is the effect of the goodness of God, which considers everything and rewards everything, even the smallest act in the will of God, so that the creature is not cheated in anything. O oh, my life and my all, may your steps lead mine, and as I walk this earth, grant that my thoughts may be in heaven above.
my beloved Jesus. You have called me to this hour of your passion to keep you company, and I have come. I seem to hear you in anguish, painfully praying, atoning, suffering, and pleading with the most moving and eloquent words for the salvation of souls. I tried to follow you in everything. Now I owe you my heartfelt thank you, and I bless you. Yes, O oh Jesus, I repeat my thank you thousands and thousands of times. I bless you for all that you have done and suffered for me and for everyone. I thank you and I bless you for every drop of blood you shed. I thank you for every breath, for every heartbeat, and for every step. I thank you for every word, glance, affliction, and outrage that you had to endure. In everything, O oh my Jesus, I intend to give you my thank you and I bless you. O oh my Jesus, let my soul send forth a continuous flow of thanksgiving and blessings to you to draw down upon all of us the stream of your blessings and graces. O oh my Jesus, press me to your heart. With your holy hands, mark at each particle of my being with your I bless you, so that nothing but a continuous hymn of blessings flows from me to you. My sweet love, I rest in your heart. I am afraid to leave it. Is it not true that you will keep me there? Our heartbeats will continually touch so that you will give me life, love, and close and inseparable union with you. Please, I beg you, my sweet Jesus, if you see that I am about to run from you at times, let your heartbeat accelerate in mine. Let your hands press me closer to your heart. Let your eyes look at me and pierce me with rays of fire so that I may feel your presence and immediately return to union with you. O oh, my Jesus, be on guard so that I may not exhaust you. I beg you to watch over me. O oh, give me a kiss. Embrace me and bless me. Give me your most holy hands so that I can do all that I must do, united with you. Amen. Servant of God, Luisa Picarreta. Pray for us in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.